0: Section 30 of The Prince and Betty by P. G. Woodhouse. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter 30 Conclusion Smith drew thoughtfully at his cigar and shifted himself more comfortably into his chair. It was long since he had visited the West, and he had found all the old magic in the still scented darkness of the prairie night he gave a little sigh of content when john a year before had announced his intention of buying this ranch and as it seemed to smith burying himself alive a thousand miles from anywhere he had disapproved he had pointed out that john was not doing what fate expected of him a miracle in the shape of a six-figure wedding present from mrs oakley who had never been known before in the memory of man to give away a millionth of that sum had happened to him FATE, ARGUED SMITH, PLAINLY INTENDED HIM TO STAY IN NEW YORK AND SPEND HIS MONEY IN A CIVILIZED WAY. JOHN HAD HAD ONLY ONE REPLY, BUT IT WAS CLINCHING. BETTY LIKES THE IDEA, HE SAID, AND SMITH CEASED TO ARGUE. NOW, AS HE SAT SMOKING ON THE PORCH ON THE FIRST NIGHT OF HIS inaugural VISIT TO THE RANCH, A CONVICTION WAS CREEPING OVER HIM THAT JOHN HAD CHOSEN WISELY. A DOOR OPENED BEHIND HIM, betty came out onto the porch and dropped into a chair close to where john's cigar glowed redly in the darkness they sat there without speaking the stirring of unseen cattle in the corral made a soothing accompaniment to thought it is very pleasant for an old jail-bird like myself said smith at last to sit here at my ease i wish all our absent friends could be with us tonight, or perhaps not quite all Let us say Comrade Parker, here, Comrades Brady and Maloney, over there by you, and our old friend Renshaw, sharing the floor with B. Henderson Asher, Bat Jarvis, and the Cats. By the way, I was round at Broster Street before I left New York. There is certainly an improvement. Millionaires now stop there instead of going on to the plaza. Are you asleep, John? No. Excellent. I also saw Comrade Brady before I left he has definitely got on his match with jimmy garvin good he'll win the papers seem to think so peaceful moments however i am sorry to say is silent on the subject it was not like this in the good old days how is the paper going now john are the receipts satisfactory pretty fair renshaw is rather a marvel in his way he seems to have roped in nearly all the old subscribers they eat out of his hand smith stretched himself these he said are the moments in life to which we look back with that wistful pleasure this peaceful scene john will remain with me when i have forgotten that such a man as spider riley ever existed these are the real peaceful moments he closed his eyes the cigar dropped from his fingers there was a long silence mr smith said betty there was no answer HE'S ASLEEP, SAID JOHN. HE HAD A LONG JOURNEY TODAY. BETTY DREW HER CHAIR CLOSER. FROM SOMEWHERE OUT IN THE DARKNESS, FROM THE DIRECTION OF THE MEN'S QUARTERS, CAME THE SOFT TINKLE OF A GUITAR AND A VOICE DRONING A MEXICAN LOVE SONG. HER HANDS STOLE OUT AND FOUND HIS. THEY BEGAN TO TALK IN WHISPERS. END OF CHAPTER THIRTY END OF THE PRINCE AND BETTY BY P. G. WOODHOUSE Read by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California, shaggybark.blogspot.com.